The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by a mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime. Where sexual assault is so common, you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue, even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, bulimia, hallucinations, loss of integrity, complete loss of moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have these or any other side effects or begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist, because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day guys, welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora. And we are really excited. I know usually we come on and we talk about the news of the day. So yay for that local sports team. Except this is a pre-record and we're on with the UK because I'm a really big fan of these two guys. And, you know, apparently we can't get them up at like, you know, four in the morning to uh, come on. And I'm kidding. They're fabulous. This is a pre-record. So I'm very sad about whatever bad thing happened in the news. I'm very happy about whatever happy thing happened in the news. And as usual, someone in Hollywood did something stupid. Oh my God! I, I'm so glad you immediately brought them up because I'm start. I, I just reread their the thing they sent us over so we can talk to them properly. And I missed this the first time. I don't know how I missed it, but uh, apparently one of them can rap. Eminem's rap guy, and the other one can't. But he can sing la- Latinate hymns or Latin hymns. I don't know how to say that. Latin hymns. Oh my God! That just I I, I know. So I'm, I'm in love right with now. these guys. I actually found them on TikTok. And now I obsessively stalk them. So I'm going to invite to the show uh, Naz and Tom. They're comedians from London. Naz started off in sketch comedy, Tom and improv. They both do stand up. Naz acted in his own sitcom, Flat TV on BBC, and was in Horrible Histories. If you guys have not seen that show, watch it. It is one of my favorite things to watch they um, met for the, CBBC. They met at the Edinburgh Fringe many years ago and have been threatening to work together ever since. Over lockdown, they finally started making TikTok videos together as at Chaps Comedy. Well, see, something good came out of lockdown. Shit, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> um, I'd like to remind everyone, every time we use bad language on this show, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. We swear because we care. Fuck yeah. <laughs> now, without further ado, I'd like to welcome to the show Naz and Tom. G'day, guys. Welcome to the show. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm doing that shit for charity. Perfect. <laughs> Hello. G'day. I, that but, is single-handedly the best intro anyone's ever given us. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you from England! <laughs> just before we did this, show, me and Naz talked and went, we should probably try and be very respectable English. <laughs> and we've come on with that introduction. I don't. I think I've swore more than I've actually used proper words. Hello, hello, uh, Summer and, and, and Bear. Lovely to meet you uh, digitally. 
It's great to meet you guys digitally. I got to tell you, we, we stalk you. Um, you, rem- you did a skit and it reminded me of The Young Ones, which is one of my favorite little shows. Oh, wow. Love that show. So that's that's a very lovely thing to say. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Right. <laughs> when I was um, little, I wanted to grow up and marry Viv, so I'm not sure that's a good bar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how? What made you guys decide to do this together? You say you've been threatening to work together ever since. I think that was a very good threat. What made you guys decide to do this over lockdown? I mean, you have some brilliant stuff. Oh, thank uh, you. Uh, yeah, bo- boredom mainly, I reckon. Boredom, <laughs> desperation, <laughs> lack, lack, of, uh, lack of mental options. health, <laughs> uh, lack of work, uh, but, you know, going to kill your partner unless you do yeah. something. Uh, we, we staring into the mirror with wide open eyes, going mad. <laughs> you realise during, during lockdown, you really got to see who your real friends are, and it turns out me and Naz just have one friend each, which is... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. I like that. Well, I got to tell you, when I first saw you guys, it was with this 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 clip. Uh, you were doing a is, is there a doctor in the house? And you found a paleontologist, and I was dying. By and then <laughs> by the time that you guys spat that you spat water at him, I'm like crying, dying. And uh, oh. Bear had showed it to me. It was one of the funniest things. I sent it to my dad in Australia, who sent it to my grandmother, and this whole thing has made the rounds uh, through my family in Australia. And it was just the funniest thing I ever saw. And we've been watching you. How do you come up with these ideas? Because you have some really vin- like kind of vintage vignette style um, ones that are fantastic, like how to go on a date. You have some really silly ones. You have some funny ones. Uh, actually, they're all funny. But you have some some kind of off the wall. It, it's very slapstick and some very, very serious to the point of sarcasm. What what gives you the ideas for these? It's, it's interesting because Tom and I, um, we come from very different backgrounds. Tom uh, mm-hmm. is a, started as an improv, uh, an improv comedian and then moved on to stand up. I started as a, kind of an actor and a sketch comedy troupe and then I started doing stand up. So I think Tom and I have lots of different kind of uh, different ways of thinking about comedy. And, you know, we're both performers, but in different ways. So it's quite a good marriage uh, in a way. Um, because we come up with lots of different ways in, uh, of kind of delivering comedy. Um, also, we were very mad and bored during lockdown, and so <laughs> it forces the ideas out of you. Um, but, yeah, I, I would. I would like to point out that when Naz says we're from two very different backgrounds, it's um, no, that's true. it's not like one of us was a welder and the other one was a showgirl. It's not that. Savage. I could be a showgirl. <laughs> I'd be I, a very beautiful know. showgirl. Make a very good uh, according, showgirl. According to uh, your, your bios here, uh, Tom lives in the Tower of London and has a title, and Naz has a better title. He's a Turkish prince. So, oh, yeah. I mean, it really, you know, it, it sounds like you've got some, uh, some extraordinary... You, you can really tell who, who wrote that bio, can't you? It was definitely <laughs> Naz yes. who went, and I've got the better title. <laughs> Absolutely. The, the more privileged one wrote that bio. I think you'll find <laughs> Tom, even though he he does have a title, he's technically my subject because I uh-huh. have a better title. Uh, it, and that's how we write true. our comedy. Naz just tells me, <laughs> he orders me what to do and I just do it willingly because I have to because then he feeds me. But, uh-huh. he does li- but he does literally live in the, the Tower of London. That's not a joke. Tom really? actually lives in the Tower of London. It's true, yes. Explain? Yeah, so well, that's where we write our sketches. We we write our sketches in the Tower of London, where people have been da- have, have been ha- hanged and executed, and we're sitting writing Jurassic Park jokes. Well, I, yeah. I got to tell you, my my family was in the Tower of London, but then we got put on a ship because we were naughty. So um, that was a very long time ago. Though. I guess you moved in. Yeah, I guess you moved in after we did. 
Yeah, just so well, yeah, yeah just, just, just <laughs> slightly. We, we, we must have bit. crossed paths as you were going out and I was coming yeah. in. <laughs> I think we saw you in your Uber off to Australia. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like, bye. <laughs> yeah. So how um, do you live in the Tower of London? How does that happen? Well, I should firstly point out that it's absolutely through no merit of my own. It's, uh, it's um, what happened was, is that my father is the ex-chief of defence staff. So my dad is the ex-professional head of the entire British military. Um, and he then, I'll just, I'll run you for this guy's CV. He got knighted twice. He then became a lord and a baron. Uh, he then the, he got appointed the constable of the Tower of London. And so um, his whole title is General Sir Nicholas Horton, Knight Grand Commander of the British Empire, Constable of the Tower of London, Lord Baron of Richmond. Um, which, I, and I, I love I, and see your father. Yeah, I mean, I, I really want him to get a really normal qualification to go after that. I think and it'd be really great. Duke of Edinburgh Award. <laughs> yeah, but just, if he was just General Sir Nicholas Horton, Knight Grand Commander of the British Empire, Constable of the Tower of London, Lord Baron of Richmond, masseuse. <laughs> ah yes that's, that's that's exactly that that is the direction you should go precisely yeah. that <laughs> that basically does sound um, very impressive to be fair yeah. but my it's, great 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 grandfather was <laughs> sultan suleiman the magnificent You're of kidding. the ottoman empire destroyer of worlds burner of cities you're um, kidding I'm not. I'm a hundred percent. Oh my god! A hundred percent serious. So I am related to Suleiman the Magnificent. My my family. My name is Osmanlo, uh, but it comes. That's the Ottoman, the Ottoman Empire uh, name um, sake. And uh, my family were exiled from Istanbul in 1924, um, kicked out, and then uh, moved to all sorts of places and different parts of the Middle East. And I ended up in London and I uh, talk shit for a living. So that's yeah. my story. I, I gotta say, like, I, I always impress Americans. I'm like, well, my family's Australian because you can't hang a duke. And then I talk <laughs> to you guys. I'm like, uh, well, now I feel insignificant. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> that's feel really like we're doing very well for British stereotypes. <laughs> Americans yeah. are oh, English people. They they all have titles and live in castles. And it's like, no, we don't. But then, no, it turns you, out. You have a title and live in a castle. I, I would yeah. not have any of what I just heard for the last five minutes. Like, it is ridiculous, isn't it? It, it, sounds really? like, it sounds like the sort of thing you tell some people in a bar when you're drunk to try and impress them. <laughs> but it's actually true. Yeah, we, do, we do tell people <laughs> in a bar. And they never believe us. <laughs> it's very we don't hard. do very well in bars. <laughs> they want to tour the Tower of London. They're just like, nah, uh, you yeah, can't yeah, Show us like, a oh, Hey, nobody breaks into the Tower of London, at least not historically. No one ever wanted to be there. Now they want to be there, not back when. Now, oh, now, yeah. now, no, yeah. <laughs> back in the day, it was quite choppy, choppy all over the place. <laughs> yes. We've um, but now you're really sort of talk video. Now, it's, now it was it was choppy, choppy. It's now ticky, tocky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. Oh man, I gotta tell you that uh, we we gotta go to break in a minute. But that was I'm dying. That is brilliant. So you guys decided you come from these really historically important families and you became comedians. And we thought we'd embarrassed their names <laughs> by becoming idiots on social media. The thing is, the thing is, Summer, that every castle needs a jester. And so <laughs> it's a very important role to play. And um, it now has two. 
Do you want to hear something funny that happened the other day? This literally happened last week. Tom and I were filming a sketch that involved a third person, but we didn't have a third person. We needed a blonde-haired person, so we put a wig on a tripod and put some sunglasses <laughs> on it, filmed our sketch, then went to the pub. And this is in the Tower of London, in the middle of the quad. We went to the pub forgetting that we'd left a wig with some glasses standing outside. <laughs> and Tom's yeah. dad, the, you know, the constable of the tower, walked in, and all these soldiers are going past looking at this weird stick lady <laughs> in the constable's flat uh, I, right on the balcony as well i because oh, we'd, we'd, we'd let we'd left her like staring out into the courtyard so i think the tourists just thought my dad had some scorned hooker who was <laughs> you, you look at it sitting there like is this a throwback are they, is this like a head on a pike is this a throwback exactly. <laughs> very much like a head on a pike <laughs> You know, I came on. I came onto this radio show. I've been anticipating this for weeks. I came into this show to this pre-record with a plan. We're now 15 minutes into this radio show, and I have forgotten this plan. <laughs> but oh, I have spent the it. last 15 minutes laughing so hard behind the scenes that Summer has been running 90 percent of this interview. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a plan? <laughs> Plans are for pussies. <laughs> yeah, let's give the chair. Come on, yeah. When we go to we go. Oh my god, we got to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be back with Naz and Tom and maybe Bear if he can breathe. I'm Summer Helene. This is behind the scenes. We'll be right back after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? Definitely not. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning in to the CBD Ed Show with host Edward Cheney. Ed will explain full-spectrum CBD, where the whole hemp plant can be used for treatment, and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania, and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance at success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 
We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the, I'd say the biggest hairball in the cage because when you're in those shorts, you're pretty hairy. Oh, right, right now it's the what? What is it? The giggling Most impaired by giggling in the cage. Uh, giggling in the cage fighter that I've ever met. We are on with our special guests Naz and Tom, and I'm going to try and pronounce this. So, um, Osmano, Osmano, Naz Osmanolo, did I get that right? You completely fucked it up, but it's okay. It's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just, it's just for charity, uh, Summer. It's the stupidest name in the world. It's not the stupidest name. It's very difficult to pronounce. It's Naz Osmanalo, but Osmanilo. my full name is actually Prince Nazem Ziadin Nazem Osmanalo. That's my full name. Naz is easier, though. Okay, and that that is brilliant. And I'd like to point out, so... Horrible histories had a legit prince. I know, I know, but they, they, actually, I played my own granddad. Oh my god, that's <laughs> awesome! I played my own great great grandfather, which was quite weird. Um, I, I, I don't know if it made my dad proud because I was uh, <laughs> on a children's sketch TV show, but it was very strange. Very, I love very it's like it's a children's show. I'm like, I watch that. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I, 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 I love being on it. It's basically just mucking about, wearing costumes. It's like a fancy dress, doing magic shows. It's great. I loved it. I it's, also, it's also 90% of the comments we get on TikTok. It's, pretty yeah. much just, it's just people, it's either going, um, this is really funny, or isn't he in Horrible Histories? It's pretty <laughs> much weird. Isn't he the weird guy from Horrible oh, Histories yeah. who played his own great-grandfather? I love that. And then we have Tom Horton, but... I got to tell you, Tom Horton's a whole different thing here in in America. It's a burger joint, um, and really, it's a burger joint called Tom Horton. Yeah, and isn't, is, is is Tim Hortons also a pancake place in Canada? And Tim Hortons a pancake place. Mm. Well, yeah, your relatives like, were all. And 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 t- so we've yes, got. Tom Horton, Tom I I actually played how- my granddad in a pancake advert. <laughs> <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's great. I'm like, so we've got, okay, so we've got, we've got Naz from Horrible Histories and Tom Horton legit from the Tower of London. Good God. You know, Tom, Tom, you, yes, glad, that. You, glad you mentioned your family. Uh, what does your dad, coming from that position, think of, of your current choice of career? Oh, I'd be curious know, about that. Do you know what? So I think it, the same as every parent does when um, they have a child. Um, which you need to have if you're a parent, you are just mainly worried about them being safe and happy. And what my dad, coming from a very sort of regimented military background, couldn't see as a life in the performing arts was arts was security and happiness. He was like, when I told him, because I actually went to university and got I did a master's degree in stand-up comedy, 
which he begged me not to do. And he just sort of based out, but Tom, I, are you sure you're actually that funny? <laughs> which <is> like, <laughs> and I said, I, Dad, over the years, I can see why you might doubt me, but I promise you somewhere with, within me, there is a clown waiting to get out. Um, but then I, I remember the gig, actually, one of the first gigs he came to, uh, was one of my first big London gigs he came to, and he saw me on stage, and I had my first actually really good gig. And afterwards, after all these years of doubt, he took me to one side and just said, I get it. I understand now. I understand. And it was a really, that night, him and me then stayed up all night drinking whiskey. And suddenly he was coming up with all these ideas, what I could do and stuff. And he had a complete turnaround. And now he, he yeah. brings all his, yeah, he brings like, my dad's a member of the House of Lords. He, he's brought fellow lords to have been in the front row of my shows now. All the beef- of lords at the front row, there's heckling. <laughs> <laughs> like carrying a lot like one of those long sticks and a wig yeah. <laughs> but yeah no it was it was it, it definitely i think just there was a sort of initial worry about just the security of it all and i think trying to explain to someone who's on sort of a hierarchical system and a salary pay that be you know because he was like well you need to get four corporate gigs a month and you need to do this amount and get this money it's like dad it's not like that some months i'll earn something okay and then some months i'll learn absolutely nothing it's not as though it was just a bit hard for him to wrap his head around but he he got there eventually and that was a really nice thing yeah well that's one thing being in the performing arts uh in any side of it you've got to be a really good saver because some months you're like look i made a ton of money but now this has to last me two months three months four months yeah that's absolutely yeah i mean um yeah, oh, I mean, yeah, well, that, that's uh, i mean that i I don't think I've ever done that in my life. <laughs> I, I, if I have money, I go and buy a boat. And then, <laughs> and then I have to give it back when I realize I, I don't have any money anymore. And then I get some more money and I'm like, I'll go buy another boat. I mean, that is basically how I, uh, how I live my life. Not, I'm not sure that's the best game plan, but at least I, I, very, I very much live like, uh, I, I mean, my dad, my dad used to do, my dad, literally would go and buy a boat every every year uh, when i was a kid so that's basically what i do now except my dad had a lot more money than i do so <laughs> i'm in terrible trouble guys <laughs> this, this is a cry for help this is, <laughs> this is a global yell for help so this has now gone from an interview to an intervention <laughs> well i, I like is it it's actually Naz. Um, I didn't want to tell you this, but I actually organised this myself, and we've all got you here because <laughs> we're all very worried For about your terrible you. boat addiction. <laughs> Please return all the bloody boats. <laughs> <laughs> now, for you guys, I can't even, I can't even sail. <laughs> I'm just like sitting on a boat. That's parked in a in a parking lot. <laughs> not even on a dock in a parking lot. Not dock. even on the yeah. sea. Na- Naz is currently drowning in an upside down canoe <laughs> on the Thames. <laughs> uh, for, for you guys doing this, I know lockdown's been really really hard on everyone. Um, you've gotten a, a good following now on TikTok. Uh, I'm. I'm uh, very good gauge of this my whole job is guessing who's going to be famous and i've right you know yet to be wrong you guys are definitely going to blow up you're incredible um and you're going to be big what what would you like to take this to are you looking to turn this into a television show together what's your next step Naz would like to buy some more boats (laughs) (laughs) of course 
I've, after I've bought all the boats in the world, I think we really would like to do something narrative. Um, it's always been something that I've been very interested in. I've written a few sitcoms in the in the past that were on an English television. But I think a short form narrative structure is something that we're really, really interested in, especially having uh, been on TikTok, where it's obviously so immediate and so instant. Yeah. I think the future is probably something in between a Netflix uh, rolling series and social media TikTok. I think there's something in the middle that's going to form. And we that's what we want to do. Short form narrative stuff. I mean, what do you think, Tom? Yeah, no, I think um, I, I absolutely agree with you, Naz. And I'm glad we've had this conversation. I think um, you, you, Naz is absolutely right. Where to be honest with you, we, we were totally new to TikTok. This was the first time we'd, we'd all also sort of, I think we'd done that sort of slightly older person. Oh, but it's just for 14 year olds who dance around, isn't it? And then you actually get onto it and you realize the power of TikTok. And, you yeah. know, it's, it's the only reason we're currently doing this radio show. And, it, and that's what's yeah. amazing. Um, it is. It's, so, it's an incredible platform. It really is. And I think it but is it, the future, really. I, I agree. It with and, you but, it, but it, but it is um, getting, being able to do a lot of the sketches we saw on TikTok. They, they, they're normally just sort of a quick observation. They can only be like ten to fifteen seconds. Whereas ours are one minute sketches, and there are, you know, you, you want to try and get seven or eight gags within that minute. They're, they're very gag heavy, and they tell a story, and there's a, there's a misdirection, and it changes pace during it. I think we're going to start on our TikToks to get recurring characters in. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah. And then, like and like Naz said, we then will hopefully we're going to start doing live shows as well, and then we will be working towards hopefully getting a, a, a sort of narrative based sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. So we've started. We're uh, we've, we're going to be doing the uh, Camden Fringe uh, this this August. It would be our first foray into live performance together. Obviously, we've been doing it each, uh, independently for fifteen years or so. But so that's our next uh, immediate step: live performance, and then hopefully, yeah, write uh, write a sitcom. That's the that's the aim. Yeah. Well, uh, you when you guys have your show, well, when you have your show, give me a call because that's my specialty. Um, when you have it together. Done. Give you a call. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I was actually I was actually wondering since you're talking about doing this kind of in between level of time for a skit and you're thinking about doing it uh where you're writing out uh having consistent characters, have you guys thought about moving to YouTube as a platform for this at all? Uh, we have, absolutely have. Yeah. I think um do you know what the most annoying thing about all these social media apps is that the when you shoot the footage, they're all in different perspectives and the wrong way. I around. know there's such tips. It's so annoying. Portrait and, and YouTube, it's landscape. All our videos are the fucking wrong way around. <laughs> Turn them the other way around. It's so upsetting. Um, that is, is it's so it, it everything kind of changes so we, i think we have to go and refilm everything we've already yeah. done the other way around so we can put it on youtube but absolutely uh Bear, yeah we, we want to move on to youtube start doing longer longer um sort of uh, recurring sketches with characters and perhaps more of a story um and go from there but with that uh, that we have that plan that's written uh, that's written down on the to-do list that is one of the things about TikTok, you see, because TikTok, because it's such a, a short uh, space of time to work in. You know, the, the, the classic sort of you need to show, not tell. But sometimes you just you haven't got enough time on TikTok to really flesh out characters and enjoy the silliness because you're on such a time limit. So if we can do sketches, which are, you know, three minutes, you can actually have a bit more fun with the characters. Like we could have 20 more dinosaur impressions. Oh, oh. oh. Rather, 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 rather than just Joker's. Terror, 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 
I think what's so interesting about TikTok is when you have a longer platform, people have to develop a relationship with the characters you build. And on a short form like TikTok, they develop a relationship with you and your style of comedy versus the characters that you build as much. And I find that really interesting. Yeah, I think that's very, very true. And I think that's why we realized our style of comedy was to to it. We wanted to be joke heavy and very wordy and clever you know it, there's, there's no real silences in our in our in our in our skits not at all it's, they're brilliant and it is you know every two three seconds as a gag yeah. it's true yeah you you guys really and you have perfect timing uh we have to go to break when we come back i'm going to ask you each what your favorite skit you've done on tiktok is and then we're going to talk a little bit about uh your history what you've each done and your favorite thing you were on, your answer better be horrible histories. I'm just saying. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna ask about that when we come back. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with our special guests, Naz. I holy hell, give me this again. No. Osmanolo is Osmanolo. what I keep coming yeah! up. With. Yes, yeah, I got it. it. Osmanolo, well I got it. And Tom Horton. We are on with my co-host Bear Fiorda, and we'll be right back after this. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Turn every weekend into a fun storytime adventure with Jesse Jameson and Friends. Each week, Jesse brings on a new guest with a great real-life story to share. And he tests the limits of some of his friends' storytelling abilities with fun questions and outrageous comments. If you have a story worth telling, you can be a part of the show, too. Listen to Jesse Jameson and Friends every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Attention veterans, are you ready to be your own boss? It's time to launch your own ideas into reality. Discover your clean writing style. Gear up with Marine Corps trained motivator, Christina Silva. Christina is a positive energy promoter with a special gift in connecting with innovators. Get the Military Heroes 411 and glean from experts every week by listening to The Christina Silva Show. We're educating our veterans live on The Christina Silva Show, live at 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 
We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora, and our special guest, Naz Osmanolo. Did Osmanolo... God damn it! And Tim Horton. <laughs> yeah. Here's a who. <laughs> Tom Horton. Tom, Tom Horton, Jesus. You are, you are hungry. Are you hungry? Is this a problem for you? Are you hungry? <laughs> I need my pancake fix. You need your pancake, pancake I need my fix. Go to the corner. You're grounded. No. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Um, we watch you guys obsessively. You think we'd get this right. So yeah. welcome back to the show, guys. I'm, I, I love having you on here. I'd like to get you on again on a live show. Could we do that uh, at we, some point? We'd absolutely love to. Live from the Tower of London. I think it'd be a great Perfect. idea. Perfect. <laughs> that great idea. So you've said that Go now. That, that is legally binding. You have to come on. That's <laughs> Done. As uh, long as Tom's dad is okay with it. Because, yeah. uh, he's a kidding? scary man. He had the nuclear codes. I don't want to piss him yeah. off. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, like I said, I kind of love him and fear him all at once. So mm. whatever makes him comfortable, whatever he wants, we'll go with that. Tom, yeah. Tom's dad's in charge. I reckon we just don't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure just, I want to be party him, to just that. Just let him stroll like, up into the like a party. Like you, you couldn't week. have had parties when you're a kid because your friends would just be like, "No, Tom's dad will find out." Yeah, <laughs> like, we can't do that. Also, there's a soldier outside his door. Literally, there's a there's a <laughs> soldier so, armed outside soldier outside his door. I. I <laughs> I, I stayed over at Tom's house once and we got a little bit drunk, let's say, and, a bit, you know, having a bit of a party. And he had to leave early the next morning and I had just kind of escape the Tower of London, <laughs> really hung over. I had a bottle of vodka in a, in a plastic bag and I just sneaked past an armed guard. It was just like, who the hell are you? That's, that's Did you, you turn offer around... him any alcohol? No, no, no. Yeah, he, he, happens... we actually stayed up partying. It was fine. <laughs> that's why you turn around and you're like, he is, you can actually say now you are one of the few people to have ever escaped the Tower of London. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just very few. Very and kept your head. Now, I'm going to ask you guys, You've uh, you've been doing this for a bit. What is your favourite sketch, each of you, that you've done? What is your absolute favourite sketch? Do you want to go first, Naz? Or? Yeah, go on, go ahead. Oh, do you want me to go first? Okay, well, do you know what? I the We've been learning how to shoot ones, uh, and so they've been getting better and better, I think. My favourite one that I've actually we actually did recently was the uh, uh, the assassin one, who it's the I've been expecting you, and Naz oh, is waiting in the a chair. Yeah, yeah, I love and that it, one. Yeah, and he's in the wrong room, and he's like, how long have you been here? And then it cuts <laughs> to him just having a ride hours, like, hours <laughs> too early. I love and that sketch. One because I really like, like, we were really proud with the way we shot it, because it actually looked oh, quite yeah. cinematic. Really and well Trying to make, get me in a silhouette in a door and Naz like crawling on the floor going, I've nearly got it, mate. Just go a little bit to the left. <laughs> um, and then also just, um, well, I, I, we just got a good observation. Of, it's one of those sketches where people go, oh, I've never even thought of it from that angle. That how early must have they got there to be that? And they're yeah. the best sketches for me when, when you sort of, you show a, a, a well-known scenario, but just from a different angle. 
I, 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 they're, they're the sketches I enjoy the most. You're providing some logical, some like li not linear thing, but logical, logical thinking. thinking to it, right there. I, I Absolutely. It really, I, but I like when you take the Mickey out of it. It's it's kind of the the reality of the situation is how early would he have to get there, and how long would he have to wait for that dramatic reveal? I just I yeah. love the twist at the end. Did he I get do. to the wrong room? First. Yeah, but it was like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was always nice in the sketch because it's always nice to then have. You, one of the hardest things about writing sketches is finding a punchline at the end and a definite ending. And when we thought of that, oh, and, and he also is in the wrong house. It was like, oh, brilliant. Good. I mean, I've now ruined that sketch. For <laughs> I like it. I think it's good. Spoiler alert, everyone. That's a minute you'll never get back. It's I, a good sketch. Everyone go see it. Uh, even on my platform where I'm going through, I sometimes go through TikTok just for fun. It's not always work, but I have probably at least three or four of you guys' sketches saved to my favorites that I go back through periodically oh, just to have a laugh at. And laugh at them, yeah. When I'm having a bad day, I go for your stuff. It makes it better. Can I, can I also just say on a personal note, um, Naz is from an acting background, and his acting in that sketch is just amazing. And me who, me who isn't an actor, I've learned so much about acting just by working with him these last two months. It's, I'm, not, it's I, I, I'm not at all an actor. In that sketch, I'm just sitting around pissing about on my own. <laughs> what I normally do. I've just been doing that for months. <laughs> sitting around. That's why you did so good at it. You had practice. It was method. It was method. <laughs> you had to incredibly lonely. Guys. Well, you know what, Naz? That's the last time I try and give you a compliment. That's, that's <laughs> me trying to be nice to you, and you've just thrown it back in my face. Uh, it's absolutely lovely working with Tom because Tom is incredibly, incredibly talented. Very funny, obviously, but also technically incredible editing and filming he has such so many great ideas and what i'm i mean i'm a terrible editor in terms of uh, final cut and stuff but just watching tom work is brilliant because he really he's it informs his filming so much i mean one of the my favorite tiktok sketches uh, that we did um was the the, the mission impubbable one where we were kind yeah. of doing a trailer. Yeah. And that was just so much fun to, to film because we were spies, you know? We were on top of like a, a, a big building and we were jumping off and, uh, and like zooming. And obviously there was the, 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 the blonde haired wig lady on the tripod. There was all sorts of things going on. It was so fun to do. And the most, my favorite bit of that sketch was actually, we had to go to the pub at the end, which is always a good way to end a sketch in real life. Uh, we went into the pub and Tom had to, to down his point. But if you, look very carefully at the end of that sketch tom the first take he he dropped the the uh, the beer all over <laughs> his groin so if you want it you can see he's standing up and he's his groin is just covered in beer yeah. <laughs> I, now i gotta go back and rewatch this <laughs> so yes uh, if, if you follow us if you follow us on tiktok please go and yeah. look at tom horton's groin uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it either looks like an accident or that i'm really enjoying the sketch <laughs> yeah. even if you don't follow them on tiktok go, go follow, follow them, them and then go watch see that. this yeah this is the place so find them you can find them at chaps comedy we're going to go through that towards the end i'm going to ask you guys besides um doing what you're doing now on tiktok what's your favorite thing you've ever done or the thing you're most proud of oh, good question do, uh, do you mean do you mean work-wise or just in our personal lives oh, I, I i completed a puzzle that was four thousand pieces <laughs> <laughs> and it's raise easiest, the, raise, the, raise, the, raise the biggest the achievement of my life <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit um, 4,000 actually I, I'm saying that I could not complete a 4,000 piece are you, kidding? Are you kidding? guys that is a serious achievement 
<laughs> from being like you know the defense general of defense staff or whatever yeah. Yeah. i recently did i, I recently did a 500 piece puzzle uh which of star wars and i had to give up and the the child who lives with me had to come over yeah, and, and assist me <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. I remember getting the FaceTime call from Naz saying he'd finished that puzzle. He was, I, yeah, I, I FaceTimed <laughs> a lot of people. I was very happy about that. Uh, uh, so, what? Yeah, to be serious for a second. Uh, yeah, what's your what's your biggest achievement, Tom? What would you say? In uh, in my in my professional career, um, well, I think I, I was just very proud of, um, in general, being in a comedy group and then making the breakaway solo because i hadn't done any solo work at all i've been there 10 years and then i um so once you've been 10 years in a thing it's very very scary to make the jump yeah. into solo and also because i've been 10 years in the industry it, it wasn't like i was sort of i, w I was completely new because it's a completely different discipline but i um uh but i wasn't looked at as new so it's a lot of sort of oh can he do it he's an, he's an he's an improviser he's now doing individual written stuff and then i, I had a really good first year and I, my first tv appearance was within a year on comedy central roast battles and that's awesome yeah it was really great and it was in front of you know russell brand and Catherine ryan and um so I think that and was. He was very good. He was very, very funny. It's worth. You can find it on the internet. He's very, very good. Thank, yeah, thank you. If, if we'll, we'll put up Alexis. I'm going to shout to my assistant. Can you put a link up to that? Perfect. So we'll put a link up to that so everyone can watch right. it. Thank you. And then, um, yeah, so I, I think just that was a moment when it sort of went you've made the right decision here. You can do this. You, you know, it was, it was validation. And as performers, don't we all want validation? Absolutely. Yeah. Validate, validate, yeah, I validate. I can see that. I don't know. I spend most of my career getting like yelled at by people. So I'm like, uh, I'm usually the bad guy. I don't know about validation. I've never had it before. Um, <laughs> see, we spend most of our career yelling at ourselves. <laughs> yelling at yourself. That's, see, I like that. That's, at, least, at least, you know, it's coming from someone you care about. Definitely. Exactly. Well, no, when I yell at myself, it's coming from someone I fucking hate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Naz, well, Naz, um, what was your favourite ever achievement well, of yours? Try and be I, nice to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, I'll put, you know, I'll put a pin in the puzzle and we'll forget about that. We'll forget about that for a second. It's got to be Horrible Histories. I absolutely loved Horrible Histories. Uh, that was really fun. That was uh, about five years ago I did that, but we did a um, load of episodes and it's just it's just so much fun because it is for, uh, it's for children, obviously, but it's got such an adult sense of humour and by that I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's very funny. Monty it's Python. very exactly it's so monty python it's really silly but at the same time obviously historically accurate and informative but also i love wearing wigs and a toga so it was just so <laughs> much fun um I'd i like really to enjoyed say that's the first time i've heard that but i think we have russell brand coming on the show so i'm guessing it's not going to be the last time i hear i like wigs <laughs> and a toga Oh wow! Just, just saying. <laughs> um, I, I like that so wigs and a toga that is probably a good way to go Yes, uh, it's a good look. It's a strong look. If well, you it's ever, comfortable. it's it's, it's very it's very freeing. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 because you're wearing you're wearing a wig, no one knows who you are. So you, can <laughs> really, you don't even wear you don't even wear any underwear. It's fine. 
I'm not wearing anywhere said, underwear I've, on a kid's show. Brilliant. I just realized that I was talking about a kid's show. And going, Can I retract that last statement? I was. You know, you know, yeah, I see you're I, listening. I was wearing I underwear like, the whole time. This is this is a chap's last interview. <laughs> Naz, I was gonna, I was actually going to comment on how great your uh, on the fly was during this interview. I think you may have gone a little too far. <laughs> yes, but... What happened? You see a little bit too close to the sun there. Naz Osmanolo is arrested. But that was a fun show, and I did definitely wear underwear the whole time. And the great thing about horrible history is you get to die. You get to die all the time because all these <laughs> these uh, figures from history are dying and, you know, either being executed or dying in this way or that way. So I think over my series, I I had to die on screen about like 40 times in loads of different. I got, catac- got catapulted. Um, I got burned. I fell. I fell off a ship. I got crucified. I, w- I got eaten by snake snakes in a pit. Um, I had all sorts of things, and that's really fun. I'm so uh, curious, your your, your career yeah. highlight, Naz, is being eaten oh. by a snake in a pit. Well, my, if you have a fear of death, that would either help you or traumatize you. Doing yeah. that and having to do that repeatedly. <laughs> what was your favorite way to die? <laughs> it's being catapulted. One hundred percent, because they built an actual catapult, and and I was. <laughs> And, a li- and I'm not going to lie, a little part of me, there's a blue screen behind me, and I was in this big actual catapult, and a little part of me was like, maybe they'll just actually let it off. Maybe they'll just... <laughs> maybe this is actually yeah. the end, because they have the pat. There's a guy with a lever, and they were looking at me, and I was like, maybe this is it. Maybe this whole, maybe this whole thing has been an assassination from the beginning. <laughs> How do we sack him? How do we let him go? Oh, just... We let just it cat- go. Just catapult him off the actual. Just catapult you know, him out of the studio. Assassin has been chasing his family since the Ottoman Empire. Exactly. Snuck in, right. waited for him to become a comedian, hired him, and put him in a catapult just on principle. Yeah. That these, is how long he's been chasing him. All these okay, kids that's watching the this film. Fight. We're gonna we're gonna write that film now. <laughs> in, in the words of George Carlin, shoot him out of a high velocity catapult right into a brick wall. Yes. <laughs> So for you guys now, those are uh, those, it's it's amazing to look at a professional career that way. In your personal lives, what are you most proud of? The puzzle, definitely. I'm going back to the puzzle. <laughs> You're not taking this puzzle away from I'm me. Not, I, damn it! Now now I feel bad. I'm like if that's if that's the highlight. Now I want to buy you a boat. Um, <laughs> careful, careful! I'm a boat addict. Uh, <laughs> I'll never give it back to you. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm my family really. I'm just so uh, they're incredibly supportive. Uh, my sister, she lives in Dubai, and I'm very, very, very proud of her. Um, we grew up together in Dubai, but then we both went off to boarding schools in England, and then were ferried back and forth from Dubai to England. Um, so in a way, we had quite a chaotic upbringing because we've not always been in the same place. Um, and uh, so, but we always kind of find. You know, end up going back together and see, seeing each other, even though we don't live um, in the same place. So yeah, I'm I'm pr- most proud of my uh, my relationship with my sister because she she really is absolutely fantastic. And if she's listening, Zoe, I love you. 
That's spectacular. And the puzzle. And also that fucking puzzle. puzzle guy. Fine. And the puzzle. We will include the damn puzzle. Um, <laughs> I, I love that you go from something like, I'm like, that is the nicest thing I've heard. That's really incredible that through this chaotic upbringing, you guys have had this beautiful relationship. You always come back together. And the damn puzzle. Fine. And the damn puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tom? Yeah. And... Um... Probably my relationship with Naz's sister. I feel, <laughs> I feel her and me have really bonded over the years. It's been really great and very supportive of me. Um, <laughs> obviously boned. And, um, I'm coming for you. I'm going to drive down to the Tower of London in my fucking boat. I'm going to crush you with my enormous puzzle. You just see Naz canoeing, just shoving an oar into the ground and propelling himself Going along. My Turkish spear at the ready. I'm just kidding. I'm just listening on a serious note though i am actually very very proud of my sister um because um I'm, i've quite recently become an uncle and um one of the best things about this lockdown actually was that i i, I went um up north and got to be with my family and i actually got to see my nephew more than i probably would have done if the pandemic hadn't happened so it was one of those silver lining moments so it's uh i'm very proud of my sister for that and to have a nephew it's the first time there's been a generation down so that's a, that's been great i'm very proud of him so well it sounds i'm gonna this is gonna sound terrible when i say it, it sounds like lockdown's been really good for you guys because you've got uh chaps comedy going on you've got your nephew that's really incredible congratulations to your family that's i love when that i love babies um I'm, I'm terrified of them and i don't like to touch them but i love them from a distance um <laughs> So, guys, we're getting towards the end of the show. I do want to tell you, if you have not heard of these guys, check them out at Chaps, uh, Chaps Comedy. You can find it on TikTok. You can find it on Instagram. You can find it on Twitter. Um, I really want to see them get on YouTube and see some longer stuff because I love them. I follow them personally. So I'm always kind of creeping their comments. And so if you listen to me, jump in there and I'll chat with you a little in their comments. They are really funny. And I'm going to make one of my predictions that I have yet to be wrong. These guys are going to be huge. I guess. Yeah. Can, can we just say generally that because um, we have only been going for like literally a couple of months. And um, when when you do that as performers, it, it, it really is really great when other people in the industry do help you and give you a leg up. And we we honestly, sincerely thank you so much for having thank, us. Thank on you the show. so much, guys. I really appreciate oh, that. It's we really, we uh, Really grateful you guys to come on. Now, um, Naz. Osmanalo. Um, I'm going to put this out because I can't even pronounce this right. I keep screwing it up. I'm sorry. So you guys get the spelling. We're going to put up links um, to Honorable Tom and Naz. Osmanal. I'm oh Jesus. Uh, <laughs> okay. Awesome. I'm putting up. I'm putting up links. On go check Instagram. them out. Jesus. Just just go check them out. Um, I'm going to get smarter. I swear. Go check them out. They're incredible. Check them out together on TikTok. Check out. Um, their, their social media, I'm going to put up links. They're amazing guys. Guys, we have about two minutes left. Is there anything you want to say to the audience? This is global. Tell them to come see you. <laughs> um, thank you so much uh, for, for, for having us on, first of all. And please follow us at Chaps Comedy on TikTok and Instagram. And if you're in London in August, come and see us live at the Camden Fringe. Otherwise, um, watch this space and see us somewhere else. Yeah, we're getting well. Hopefully, we'll see you on, on a live show in the future. That'd be I'm lovely. I'm going to that. Oh, my God. I, I, I need, do. I'm going to do that. <laughs> I, can, I don't even want the that. Best, I need, like, I need this to, to live. Come back on. Um, guys, 
Thank you very, very much for joining us. Naz Osmanilo and Tom Horton, uh, amazing comedians. Together, they're doing Chaps Comedy. Check them out. I'm Summer Helene with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiorda. You can always find him at Bear Fiorda if you want to watch people punch other people in the face. And, of course, I'm Summer Helene, your favorite Hollywood insider that gives you all the tips, tricks, and horror stories from in Hollywood. This was Behind the Scenes. We'll see you next week. Good night, guys. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.